So, I heard about the shooter, mm-hmm. and it's a horrible situation, and you would think that it would bring to light that maybe we should start addressing helping people rather than blaming tools. Mm-hmm. Nope. Oh my gosh. Oh no. <laughs> no, not in the slightest. Yeah, death sucks. That many people being anybody losing their life is tragedy mm-hmm. but why aren't they screaming out over chicago well i because well, they're desensitized to it over there well no i figured i actually figured it out because most of the gun um related crime out there handgun revolvers zip guns burner guns untraceable guns ghost guns so we don't want to talk about that because it's not politically advantageous. So, unlike what our forefathers said, it really shows that in politics today, not all lives are created equal. Because we don't care. And it sucks because I care about all of it. I Every one of these just absolutely hurts. You know? But... When they sit there and they go, well, you know, these people are mentally disturbed, right? So we should keep guns away from them. Right, that's what background checks are for. That's what we have right now. Democrats put it in place. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's there. It's yours. And they're once again calling for a ban on assault weapons. So that the average Joe can't walk into a store and grab an assault weapon off the, just, you know, willy-nilly. It doesn't happen. It can't happen. I'm like, I'm, I'm just blown away by this continual load of BS. And it hurts me. And, and this one, you know, you know conservatives are going to go nuts. Mm-hmm. Because it's a trans male. So that's going to become the talking point. But mentally disturbed is mentally disturbed. Evaldi, mentally disturbed. You know, uh, Sandy Hook, mentally disturbed. All of these are mentally disturbed. You know, I, I just, I'm, uh, I'm blown away that people continue to want to blame the tool and rather than look at the problem. The government wants to disarm us because a disarmed people are easier to control, period. Anybody who thinks otherwise can look at any socialist country. And know that that's the truth. But we're not. We have the single largest army <laughs> of, of people, you know, hunters, people who protect their homes. But <sighs> we are constantly, we're going to use these dead bodies to stand on a soapbox and scream for a ban against assault weapons. Yep. And uh, by the way, this, this shooter was said that they had assault style rifles because none of them were assault weapons. None of them. You know how many assault weapons were used in Navaldi? Mm. None. Do you know how many assault weapons were used in Sandy Hook? None. Can you guess how many assault weapons have been used in the last 20 years in school shootings? Mm. Three. Okay. Three. One of them didn't even work. 
go it, people can go and do the research on it. I can't remember which one it was, but the gun jammed instantly jammed. So it didn't even work. So more people are killed by cars. More people are killed by cardiovascular disease. More people are killed by diabetes. More people are killed by sugar and, and cancer and, you know, cigarettes and alcohol. But see, the government doesn't use, that's not anything the government's afraid of. The government isn't afraid of knives. More people are killed by knives. More people are killed in accidents, <laughs> you know. But we, we make it sound, it's, it's, it's not. It's a political grandstanding right now. Both sides are doing it. Ted Cruz, holy crap, he copy-pasted his freaking, <gasps> my wife and I stand by the, it's like, oh my God, dude, shut up. Let the, I, I hate to say it this way, but, but let the bodies cool down before you start, you know, trying to take a defensive stance. Shut up. Let the, nobody wanted to let the facts come to light. You know, and they said, what, assault-style weapons. You know how many assault weapons there were? None. None. Zero. It's going to come to light. None. You know what would have happened if somebody was inside the, inside that school armed? Wouldn't have happened. You know how I know? How many people go and rob gun shows? Nobody. You know why? Because they'll get shot. You ain't getting out. <laughs> You're not going to get out of there. Go, go rob, rob a gun show. Most people in gun shows deal in cash. I can go to a gun show here in Texas, and, and as long as it's not an illegal gun, well, even if it's a legal gun, I'm sure, but I have never seen anybody selling anything like that because they have gun licenses, and they're well-regulated, and everybody's regulated. But you can go to a gun show in, in Texas, spend cash, pass no IDs, nothing, and do a private sale. Okay. Cash. Cash is king at gun shows because no matter how many guns I own, and I do, I don't want the government to know how many guns I own. It's none of their business. You know why? I want them to be afraid. I want them to be afraid to come busting down my door in a tyrannical action and take out my family and take my stuff. We have, you know, we, we have a freeze dryer. We talk about it several times. We prep. We've talked about it several times. If the government suddenly decides they're going to come in the house and try to steal food from my family, that's going to be my stand, you know. They try to take me from my family. That's going to be my stand. I don't want them to know how much I have. Everybody wants to know how much their enemy has. And I shouldn't be the enemy of my government, but our government's quickly becoming our enemy. And people are just buying it like sheep. And people on both sides are, are fueling it beautifully. Because nobody waited for the facts to come out. Everybody, we just said, man, the, the horrible thing, it's a tragedy. We talked about the, the bombing in Syria. It's a tragedy. But why? that's nowhere in Twitter. It's not trending. Nowhere. It's sad. So what was wrong with this person? Audrey Hale. What was wrong? 28 years old, graphic designer, graduated from, from Tennessee State. She had a good job. What snapped? She went to the school. What happened? Those are the things I want to know. Did she use an assault weapon? Nope. But what are Democrats doing? They're utilizing this to jump on assault weapons. What are Republicans doing? Oh, defending it. Oh, my gosh. 
defending their stance on on why weapons you know should should be legal <sighs> can we just acknowledge on both sides that this is a horrible horrible thing you know and for mm-hmm. us here at the stupid podcast on everything just we're going to give it a minute let's, let's let's 10 seconds is not a bad thing that to me is more than any grandstanding that anybody's doing in the Twitterverse right now. So with that, good morning. Welcome to the morning grind. No. Yes. I said it right. Right. The morning grind. Mm -hmm. I was right. Okay. I'm still going with it. The morning grind on the stupid podcast on everything where I'm Joey and I'm Kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. So for our morning editions, if you're new to us, we do talk about our national days. How many national days do we have today? Two. All right. All you. Our first one is National Black Forest Cake Day. Mm. So March 28th recognizes a decadent and delicious dessert on National Black Forest Cake Day. Black Forest Cake is the English name for the German dessert that I'm not going to try to pronounce, (laughs) meaning Black Forest Cherry Tort. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Most often, bakers layer several sheets of chocolate cake with whipped cream and cherries between each layer to make Black Forest cake. Then they decorate the cake with whipped cream, maraschino cherries, and chocolate shavings. Some traditional recipes call for sour cherries between the layers and a clear liquor distilled from tart cherries, this name I'm also not going to try to pronounce, to be added to the cake. In the United States, bakers usually do not use alcohol. However, in Germany, liquor is a mandatory ingredient. Otherwise, the cake cannot be legally... cannot... cannot legally be sold under the cake's name in German. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I gotta look it up now. Go ahead. The cake is named after the specialty liquor of the region of the Black Forest mountain range in southwestern Germany. Beyond the history of the cake, bakers and pastry chefs create elegant displays when baking Black Forest cake. The combination of rich chocolate layered with contrasting color and bold red cherries often offer bakers an opportunity to design remarkable pieces. Their decadent interpretations leave us with fantastic memories and a sweet piece of cake to enjoy, too. So to observe Black Forest Cake Day, visit your favorite bakery and order a delicious Black Forest cake to bring home. Give your favorite bakery a shout-out, or break out the cake pans and bake one up yourself. You can also watch cake decorating shows to see what bakers design with a Black Forest recipe. What's your favorite slice? Ooh, you weren't kidding about that. That is the Schwarzwalder Kirschtort, is what that's is what I have over here. Oh, what I- what is yours? <laughs> that's what I have. I'm oh. shaking my head because oh, there was okay. no world that I was ever going to try to and pronounce the, that. And the sh- the cherry syrup is called the Kirsch, right? Kirsch, mm-hmm. Kirsch is the best way I can put it. K i r s c h. Sure. Okay. <laughs> It looks good. I, I got to be honest. I This one kind of eludes me. I don't think I've ever actually seen it. Seen I've had Black Forest cake. Seen what? This cake. I don't think I've ever seen this cake. I'm so confused. This cake right here, the Black Forest cake. I've never seen one. Like in real life, I've never seen one. How have you never seen a Black Forest cake? I've seen a black a, a regular Black Forest cake. I haven't seen one... That's done with cherries and done with liqueur and done with, like, done like this. I've never seen it. Yeah. What? I just, 
Is it's it, like, stupidly common? Yeah, I've always seen Black Forest cake with cherries on them. That's the whole point. They're maraschino cherries. I don't know if they've ever been made with liqueur, but I know that they had cherries on them. Mm. No, I'm looking right at it. Never seen this. That's weird. Much less ever had it. So, yeah. I don't like chocolate cake, so <sighs> I, I've never... I think I've maybe probably had a bite of one at some point, because my mom loves chocolate. So she would get, you know, double chocolate cakes and, you know, just all of the all the chocolate ones. And so she's definitely had a Black Forest cake before. And I probably tasted it and probably was just like, nah, because mm. <laughs> I just don't like that much chocolate. So, yeah, oh, I understand. I do. But, yeah, I've never looked at I'm looking at this. I was looking at different images of it. No. It's so weird for somebody that likes black cherry things. I do. I but I'm also not heavy on the dessert side of the world. So, you know, it, it, I may have looked directly at one <laughs> and it didn't acknowledge as something that needed to be indexed in my frontal cortex. So, yeah, but uh, which is, yeah, weird because I do like chocolate and I do like, you know, cherries and I do like black cherries and I do like maraschino cherries. And this one I'm looking at here, I can't tell. I, I want to say it's a blueberry in there, but I know it's not. So, but it looks good. It just, yeah, I know. I've never seen one. So, or maybe I just haven't seen one to like this caliber. And this is the kind of thing. But I'm looking at it now and I'm going, mm, there's nothing in me that, like, that looks delicious. So, but that's just me and cakes. <laughs> so, but what, what is your favorite cake? If you had to choose one cake, what would it be? Carrot cake? We talked about this. Okay. I, I'm aware. <laughs> I'm allowed to ask the same questions. It's called content. <laughs> so, but do you like it iced? Do you like it when you make it? Do you like, how do you like it? I don't have a preference. I just like carrot cake. I've never had one that's like, better it's just carrot cake i love it with buttercream frosting okay if not buttercream then cream cheese it literally doesn't matter it's just like carrot cake how about with no frosting you still like it with no frosting yeah okay <laughs> then couldn't you like get away with classifying it as a bread then making an excuse that that would be your bread mm, no okay because i always feel like like banana nut bread when you make banana bread i really feel like i'm eating a cake I'm, I feel like I'm kind of cheating. Yeah, it's, it's not when I don't add sugar to it, because then I'm not adding sugar to it, and then it's a bread. But if I'm adding sugar, that's how that's my distinction. If you're a if you add sugar to it, then it's a cake because you're making it sweet. If you're adding like you know a teaspoon or a tablespoon or whatever, that's different. You're mm -hmm. adding for the tiny bit of sweetness. But if you're adding a cup of sugar, it's a cake. <laughs> you can't say that that's a bread. Sure. Uh, so it just there's so many different recipes for different things that's like if it's if it's sweeter because of sugar being added then i see it as a cake okay. if it's something that's a bread that you're supposed to add a sugary glaze or something to then you're giving it a sugary glaze and making it a dessert Fair. so okay. when i make banana bread and i just the sweetness comes from just the bananas being overripe then mm -hmm. i see that as a bread because it's the same thing as opening up a banana and like having a bowl of cereal or something with it. So, yeah, it's not like it's worse for you than what you would normally have for breakfast. So that's that's how I see that. Okay, and that's and that's fair. So, 
what are we working out today? What's what's the today's hips you said? Or what what's today? Full body hit workout. Hit workout. I'm sorry. Why did I think hip? I don't I know. I don't know. Okay, so H I I T high okay. intensity interval training. Okay. Yeah, that's good. So I I definitely wouldn't have cake before that. <laughs> so all right. Well what's our second day? Our second day is National Something on a Stick Day. So, observed <laughs> each year on March 28th, National Something on a Stick Day is a food holiday that lets you use your creative talents. Once you get started, the possibilities are endless. Foods that come on a stick are fun and easy to eat. There isn't much that can't be put on a stick when talking about food. Soup might be that one exception, though if it weren't flavorful frozen, we might make an exception. Damn, I was actually thinking exactly soup. <laughs> Okay. From cool summer treats like the popsicle to frozen food staples like the corn dog, food on a stick is one of the world's great inventions. Fresh fruit kebabs and skewers of grilled veggies and meat are both summer favorites. Street fairs and food trucks have created a variety of recipes made to go on a stick that takes us from breakfast to after-party hunger with flavor combinations that sometimes make us wonder why we haven't tried that before. Whether it is fresh and healthy or breaded and deep fried, menu choices are broad and plentiful for National Something on a Stick Day. So to observe this day, get inventive and create your own combination. How about grilled pear on a stick? Or perhaps meat and cheese squares or brownie and marshmallow bites? Have a creative breakfast, lunch, or dinner and have fun with the day. Master eating with chopsticks. Sir serve each meal on a stick. French toast for breakfast, serve it cut up on toothpicks. Salad for lunch, slide all the fixings on a skewer. The same goes for supper. Be creative and involve the whole family in the planning. Just don't serve soup. Challenge the family to create or name as many foods on a stick as possible. Have you ever put family photos on a stick or created something similar to a flat Stanley? Take a group photo using a selfie stick. That's right. Put your phone on a stick. Create a photo booth. Use fun props, many of which are on a stick. So, I think when I was about 14... I decided that no, if somebody's like, hey, I got a question for you, or I have a question, or they go, can I ask you a question? M I always used to say, small woodland, small woodland creature with his head lobbed off on a stick. No matter what, before they asked it. And they would look at me like, just like that. They would look at me just like that. Because that's weird. Right. But people are like, what? And I'm like, so that's not the answer? And they're like, no. And I'm like, you know, one day it's going to be the answer. And do you know how crazy it'll be for somebody that I was that specific? <laughs> so, so I used to do that all the time. It's like, hey, Joey, got a question. Small with the creature with head lobbed off on a stick and just walk off. I'm like, what? <laughs> it never it never happened. I gave up on it. I don't know. Not you need to start ago. playing D&D &D again. Oh. That's, that's yeah. the only way it'll, it'll give an opportunity for mm -hmm. that to actually be the answer. You know, and, and one of the things that's like one of the most popular things on sticks is, is kebabs. And mm -hmm. I never do them. I never, never do them. I've never understood the hype. I don't, but that's, that's, well, it's not necessarily true. When we first got the, the yakitori grill, you wanted to do, you made, got the shrimp and the, um, oh my gosh. We had a bunch of stuff and you set it all mm -hmm. up and da, da 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 and you were like, it's supposed to be a skewer. We were supposed to put everything on there and then grill it ourselves. Yeah, but it was just like meat, uh, meat and things like that. I'm talking about like the full on where people put like a steak, a mushroom, a cherry tomato, a zucchini, a pineapple and, you know, that, that kind of stuff onto things that and, and, and literally I say things that cook at different temperatures and different times, Bob, so that you should never mix together. And the one that scared me was I saw somebody doing it with raw chicken. And all I could think is, number one, if you don't cook that enough you're gonna get really sick you know you're gonna risk getting just really ill so it's like 
but yeah, no, I, 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 I will cook things on a stick. I just won't cook like multiple ingredients that need different, um, you know, different products at different temperatures for different times. Yeah, no, because you make it separately and then put yeah, it on the stick. You, you put a st- right, and that's exactly <laughs> right. That is a hundred percent what you can do with that. But you know, then I just go, why not just do fondue, or why not do yakitori, or why not, you know, just do just a little barbecue grill, which. See now you said that. Now I'm thinking, man, I want to. I should put a yakitori station in that in that uh, on that picnic bench. That'd be kind of awesome. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, and I I know people. There are people who are different. Like shrimp, I love putting shrimp on. I'll put shrimp on a skewer and I'll grill shrimp on them on an open grill just for that for the presentation. Especially if I get to brine them or marinate them properly beforehand, so that they've got. A really good flavor like I do love cilantro lime and I do love lemon pepper mm. you know those kinds of things on it cilantro. and then a half a grill right I can't wait until we have fresh cilantro no. oh man and yeah we cannot leave today without talking about the fact that last night for dinner or with dinner we had for the first time a salad with the greens from your garden and I don't know if you saw how big my salad was but I ate it and then I went into the kitchen and I snuck a second one <laughs> So I was so happy. What was it? it was you had lettuce, spinach. What, what did you have all in that? Uh, lettuce, spinach, and Swiss chard. Yeah, that was that was good. And then which I is great because the Swiss chard we had because that was the biggest debacle of what we did last year is that I grew the beets and the Swiss chard in the same bed. Mm-hmm. And if you weren't paying attention, uh, their leaves look extremely similar, oh, yeah. and I only grew red Swiss chard, so it was ex- it was impossible to tell the difference between the leaves, and I didn't know if Swiss chard was edible, like raw. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things that I just like I just didn't know. I didn't know a whole lot about Swiss chard, and I finally looked it up today because I was like, oh, we can make a salad, and then I was out there and I was like, I yes, wonder if you know the swiss chard can be eaten raw <laughs> so then i looked it up and it was like yeah it's actually less bitter when you eat it raw so the opposite of kale oh kale's mm-hmm. in it too um which surprised me that nobody because like the people people absolutely bitch about how bitter and gross kale is no and i've never understood i feel like store-bought kale is gross but when you grow it at home it doesn't taste well, like and that's that the thing is most people's attitudes about anything is yeah. just what they get in the store like you weird. love when I'm when I make um, you know the roasted eggplant mm-hmm. when I, when I do that, but it's when I do, um, you know, when I do it from our eggplant, it's gonna be so different. You're gonna hate what comes from the store. So I hope it's so. the same thing. That's what but I want. like the it cucumber, the sunamono salad that I made last night, that was so good. That was ridiculous, and all I could and think was like, "I can't ground, wait until I our cucumbers." Wait. Yeah, so absolutely. <sighs> but, but that's our morning, and so thank you so much for joining us uh, here on the morning grind on the Subi Podcast on everything. And uh, we hope you'll see us this afternoon when we do our afternoon dive, and this Saturday at six p.m. to join us for a very special first ladies' night. Yep. It yeah. is a very special episode that Nikki both enjoyed and hated, and I mostly hated. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that you guys all enjoy it. More details coming soon. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So until then, I've been Joey. And I'm Kiki. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.